welcome to the Engendered Love Podcast, The Way to Peace, episode 14, Love. I'm your host, Elizabeth Catherine. I'm a fine artist and a hypnotherapist. You can find out more about me and my work at elizabethcatherine.com. And she knew that when she saw things through the eyes of love, she saw only truth. For by now she knew that the only one truth in the universe was love. I consider love to be the only choice. I always bring my personal goals back to love. If I'm struggling with anything at all, I ask myself, how do I look, this through, look at this through the eyes of love? How would love treat this? If someone's feeling angry with you or if you're feeling angry with someone else, just try sending love. That's the answer to everything, really. If you combat anger with love, if you combat fear with love, if you're feeling afraid of something, just try switching that feeling to love and just see what that does. I feel like we can explore all of these different avenues of the spiritual world, stepping into your own light, claiming your own power, becoming full of health, becoming financially stable, but none of it means anything unless you have love. Everything should always come back to living with love. That's how I feel for myself. And I feel that if I don't bring everything back to living my life with love, then my life just feels empty. And no matter what else I've managed to do in my life, I, if there's no love, it's meaningless. I know I need to be living from a place of love. I also know that when I start working really hard on changing something else in my life, I may lose focus on love for a moment. And I find it just feels so good when I gently come back to love, just spending a day focusing on love. Love is so important to me. It's the core of my spiritual practice. And it's the one message that I hope to convey to the world that we all need to be more loving, myself included. I find myself varying from the path of love often and passionately. For me, it's a practice and a lifestyle. And when I'm feeling particularly judgmental or rotten, I do my best to reconnect with love. For me, taking a walk while listening to one of my favorite authors or spending a day writing or painting or doing readings for friends or doing any of the exercises that I've given you in this series, I do whatever it takes to reconnect with love when I'm feeling unbalanced. And I would like to encourage you all to do this same. You know, Find what it is that reconnects you, if you haven't already, and make time for it. And the rest of your life will be so much better for it. My personal goal in this lifetime is to become that type of person that's so full of love that I can lift others up when they're around me. Enlightenment seems like maybe a little far stretch for me, so this one seems a little more plausible, right? Just to become love. I have known people and still know people who are like that. And so that fact makes it seem like it's an attainable goal for me. I just hope to be able to maintain a space of love when I'm around others and have a positive impact on my community and those around me and hope to inspire others to do the same as people in my life have done for me. I'd love to hear what your spiritual goals are for this lifetime as well. Years ago, I made an Oracle deck. So I think maybe earlier I, I was talking about how my biggest talent is to get to the end of a project and then abandon it. The deck is pretty much done and ready to go, and I actually really love it. But anyway, the first card is titled Love, and I'm going to read it for you now. 
love. Love is the basis for understanding all beings in the universe. Love always comes first. It's what brings us into this world and binds us together. Love is our own true essence. It's the answer to all of our worries. When we accept love into our lives, we open to the whole world. True love is knowing that we are all one, that there is no separation between the soul in our bodies and the soul in others, and in the one soul that permeates every molecule in the universe. Love binds us to, the, to each other, and when this card is present in a reading, consider the situation carefully. See how you can look at it through the eyes of love. Understand that we are all one being, many waves in the same ocean. Try to feel the oneness through the universe, and look back at the situation from the outside. How can you be more loving towards all involved? Is there something you can do to change your reaction to the situation to sway the trend towards love rather than fear? How can you show those involved that your intentions are pure? What this card is saying is that first we find the true feeling of love when we open up to the idea that we are all one. We're many waves on the same ocean, blades of grass in a field. We're one mind and one soul we are all smaller parts of the greater picture. Everything on this planet shares a breath and we are all connected, not just physically, but spiritually. We're all made of stardust. And if you have situations arising in your life in which you're not sure which way to go, ask yourself, which way does love take me? Try to think of things from a perspective of love instead of fear, and you'll always find yourself with two feet on the ground. Everything you do that's rooted in love, you can feel stable in. You can feel secure in that because love is the one thing in the universe, in the world, in ourselves, that we can lean on. If you've known you've done something in love, you can in good conscience move on from whatever the outcome is because you know in your heart you did it out of love. So try this exercise. Put love into everything you do. For example, washing your hair, do it with love. Painting flowers, do it with love. Cooking dinner, do it with love. Driving your car, opening your car door with love for the car. Everything you do, just as crazy as it seems, just for a day, try putting love into everything and see how it feels. I bet you see that your heart opens up and you begin to feel like love is an easier choice than it was in the beginning of the day. I know by now you're probably tired of hearing about the life-changing experiences I had during my time at the Omega Institute with Brian Weiss, but it really was that life-changing. So I want to share another story with you and this one is about love. During the first regression on the very first day, he took us back through our childhoods, through in utero and then to a time before birth, when we had the choice to stay in the spirit realm or go into a past life. Um, the choice was from Brian. So I choose to, chose to stay in the spirit realm. As soon as he said it, I knew that's where I wanted to stay. I've had a lot of past life experiences and they're not so um, mysterious to me anymore. And I really was feeling very settled about my past life experiences, so I knew I wanted to stay in the spirit realm. And there I encountered a person that I loved very much as a child. He was someone who was like a second dad to me. I have a, my own amazing, perfect dad, but he was like a bonus dad. And he passed away when I was on the brink of adulthood. I always craved an adult relationship with him. He was to me the embodiment of love. He was always laughing and playing and kept such an immense focus on God that even when he was having petite mal seizures, he was able to remain focused on his message of God and love. So childlike and so full of love and joy. He's the type of person that I'd like to become. 
He could light up a room and make everyone around him feel like a kid again. Naturally, he was and remains a hugely inspiring person from my, from my life. And to be able to have him here now as an adult and talk to him about our shared interests is something that I've often craved and wished for. I'm not a medium, but I, I do have the opportunity occasionally to experience his presence over a few times over the years. And, um, but I saw him here in this hypnosis, and it was so much more clear. I could feel his love and his spirit so clearly. I was immediately filled with the urge to say something, to extract some sort of information from him, to get the messages he must be bringing me from the other side. I had no idea the true lesson he was about to teach me. I soon found that there were no words to be had. I was speechless. In that moment, I found that all I really wanted to do was experience being in his presence, just sharing in that space of love together, experiencing the only truth I know with someone I love and miss dearly. The experience really opened up a new practice of just being with people. I like to explore being with people now in silence and just focusing on the feeling of the person. You know how we all have that particular energetic feeling? It's like we all have our own scent or physique. We all also have a feel. And when a family member walks into your house and your kid or your kid sneaks into your room at night, you know even before looking who it is. When someone calls on the phone, you know who it is before you pick up. We all have that way about us that you can't describe, but we just each know each other by it. These days, I love to sit quietly and experience the feeling of people and animals that I'm with and just being together in the feeling of love. Just try it. You might be surprised what you learn about them and how much more you can love them just by experiencing their soul. What do you think living in a place of love could do for the world? Maybe you're more loving and throughout your lifetime, inspire just one person to make a change. It may cause a ripple effect. Maybe if we all find a way to show more love to each other, we'll inspire an overall change in the world, in the way the world ticks. Maybe we can change the world through love. Does that sound familiar? Because it's been said for thousands of years. So let's get on this. There's literally no more time. We have arrived at the end. What we are going to do, what are we going to do with it? At this point, it almost seems reckless not to do whatever we can to change the way the world ticks. Our power as humans on this planet is greater than it ever has been before, and it's up to us to make sure we use our powers for love and not hatred. One last thought I'd like to leave you with. An amazing group of women meet at my house for meditation and friendship, and we often discover, um, discuss our messages after meditation. And one friend in particular gets the same message every time, and I don't even think she knows she does, but every time she says, I just got the message that we all need to love each other more. And wiser words have never been said, yet these words are echoed over and over in so many of the teachings and messages that we've been receiving for thousands of years. We all just need to love each other a little bit more. And so with that thought, I would just like to wish you all a good day or a good evening. And I just ask that wherever you are, whatever you do today or tomorrow, you do your best to show someone a little extra love.